Hello everyone! Hi! Welcome to episode 17 of the Quarter Life Crisis podcast. I'm Ozzy. And I'm Tanya. And it's nice to see you today. <laughs> see you nice. And today I'm going to talk about my revision I'm doing. Why are you revising? Um, it's a bit peak because it's just like for an APM qualification, which is just project management. Uh huh. But you know when you have all of your friends who are doing like the ACA? Like, oh my friends, the ACA. No, like the ones who are studying, <laughs> the ones who are studying for exams. Okay, yeah. seem to be revised for like ACA, FCA. That's like accountancy, medicine, right? Yeah, yeah medicine, yeah. law. And I'm like doing a project, project management. management. I'm a bit like, That's this it. is, I'm like, it's not half as. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I feel so bad, like saying I have to revise for this when their one seems so long. But anyway, because you were saying, you were saying like, why is it so hard for people to be managers? Yeah. And I actually learned about this, so oh, I'm telling suck me now. it, ACA. This is actually very, very important. Because basically, my problem, my problem is, is that I don't understand how people can can run a team where the employees aren't satisfied and they just don't realise or they just don't care and don't want to do anything about it. Uh, I know a lot of people who are so unsatisfied with their bosses and like how they're treated internally and it everything. Depends on, it depends on your boss's agenda, doesn't it? Yeah. So many bosses' agendas just to like get my paycheck, go home. Mm. Others is to obviously excel. And I think loads of companies have structures where you actually can't get promoted unless you have a line manager. Sometimes. Oh right. Yeah, okay. So like because you have to prove you can be a manager in senior grade, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends on your agenda of your manager because if they don't care, they actually just don't care. Yeah. But one thing I learned as I'm flicking through the pages of my book tell me this is very good revision guys for my exam also apologies I sound so ill just because I am <laughs> you say it's like every other episode I do but before it's more more like oh I'm hungover I don't feel good now no, it's, it's like, like I'm dying I've actually been hit with right, a bug right here we go here we go wait so, can I just say something one thing go on I had the flu jab earlier this week okay right my mum is a bit of a conspiracist, as you know. Oh my god! No, she was like, no. <laughs> she was like, I told you not to get the flu jab because this is what happens. You Stop. get the flu, and I was like, Mum, I didn't get isn't the flu. Isn't that the point of the of... flu jab? That isn't that. That's why you're ill. No, that's a myth. No, but isn't that the point of the flu? When you were younger, when you got injections, it makes you ill. Like with chickenpox, you you were meant to get chickenpox, so you stop getting chickenpox well, later they, on. Well, this is it's the like thing. a controlled controlled explosion. The thing is. They put an inactive bug in you, so your immune system builds up the antibodies antibodies to fight whatever um, incoming flu comes. Does okay. That, does that make sense? Sorry, that was such shit English. <laughs> but you know what I mean. So it's inactive, so it doesn't actually cause you to have the flu. It just makes your body build up its immune system. Okay. And when I spoke to the nurse, I was like, am I, am I going to get the flu after I have this? Because I've been told this. Yeah. And she was like, no, it's a myth. And when I looked up on the nhs.org or whatever it is, it says online, the flu jab does not cause the flu. Oh, okay. It's a Fair. myth. But Fair. my mum obviously believes it. So then she's like, Natanya, this is so coincidental. Do you not think? And I'm like, you know what actually it is? Maybe, just Maybe it's a myth that it's a myth. Well, I thought that's why we have, like, chicken pox. They would have, like, chicken pox parties and have kids. What? Kids. Like, <laughs> I'm not even joking. This is real. Like, kids would get, like, you would get chicken pox on purpose so you wouldn't get shingles and stuff when you're older. Chicken pox parties? <laughs> Did you have one? I don't 
don't know, but I remember having chicken pox for ages. I'm, but I'm just real. imagining like little babies running around with but, chicken pox into the disco. But that's the thing. I feel like they just purposely blended kids with other chicken pox, with non-chicken pox kids. So blended have, them. Blended them together. Chicken pox milkshake. I, I actually thought that's what happened. Because that's why you're meant to have chicken pox before... Oh, you would get old. Yeah, because then you get shingles, and shingles sucks. Have you had shingles before? No, but, like, there was someone in school who had shingles, and it just looked like an absolute nightmare. Like a car, right? Absolute nightmare. It seems so painful. Yeah, Mm. and, like, like they were off school for a bit. It looked, like, so, so awful. Did you have chicken butts when you were younger? Yeah, but, like, I I didn't remember. I thought it was just a bit of of spots. Yeah, it wasn't that deep. (laughs) I didn't think it was that deep. No. But then again, I was a child as well, so you yeah. just get on with it. Well, that's you? the thing, you just don't even realise no. that anything's happening to you. You're like, oh, what's I'm, this itchy I'm thing really, on my body? I have a really, um, I think I've got quite a good immune system, though, as well. I was literally, mm. I think I've said it to you as well. Yeah. I can't remember the last time you were ill. I've been, I was ill, I get, I think I get really Genuinely. ill once every 18 months or once a year. I get really, really ill, like, but for a day or two, yeah. and then it's like. I can't remember no. you ever being snotty mess. But I also, like, mm, yeah. I can't actually think of a time. There's only been once I've been sent home from work. Oh, really? Once. And that's, I came into work and all my colleagues were like, you look like shit. And when I was walking to the station, my legs were aching. Oh. I, I've, that's that's like flu once. type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a really bad flu, but that's mm. only happened once. Mm. And then I don't get, I've never had food poisoning. Never had food poisoning, and I will eat anything under the sun. I'll mm. eat any street food. I'll reheat my rice over and over again and eat it. I think the reheating rice That's thing such is a, a myth. Shit. It's a like, myth. Yeah, it's I a myth. I don't get that. All my nutritionist friends listening will be, literally be like, "No, don't reheat I your re- rice." I've never even knew reheating rice was a problem. Like, 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 I just reheat until... it anywhere I want. Like I reheat it, cup it in the fridge, reheat it again because I change my mind and I want to eat it. But I don't believe this rice one. I no, mean, neither do I. I actually, I mean, I don't say I don't believe it. Just doesn't affect me. I yeah. don't know anyone who has got ill from reheating rice white people (laughs) (laughs) but um, no I'm joking okay (laughs) thanks for thanks for telling me Um, I'm joking but also I've never I've never had um, yeah so I've I've got quite a high tolerance to stuff I I think Mm. must have eaten a lot of mud as a child (laughs) so but yeah but apparently um Actually, no, this is so not relevant. <laughs> the fake news coming your way. <laughs> I was going to say about allergies. We have more, way more allergies now because our lives oh, are so, like, we're, like, all I wrapped up in a this. bubble or whatever. We, yeah. We're too clean. Yeah, so, I like, have heard this, actually, yeah. So, like, we actually don't... We're not used to certain things anymore. Oh, I hate people who are, like, massive, <coughs> hy- like, hy- like clean hygiene freaks. So I'm just like, I'm not going to fucking die. Like, no. I'm, it doesn't, like, I don't really care. Like, it's not that deep. But I did uh, I did get hay fever later on in life. Yeah, that like, happens. Yeah. That happens. Because I remember, I remember I was, like, sneezing loads. Mm. And my boyfriend at the time was like, you've got hay fever. I was like, no, I don't. It's conjunctivitis. <laughs> I've never had hay fever. It's not hay fever. And he gave me an antihistamine. I was like, oh, my uh. God. <laughs> This is amazing. Wait, so every summer do you now get hay fever? Varies. As it, again, like I was saying okay. with my dad, it gets really bad or really good, really bad. Varies good. with the grass Varies and the with pollen. The but yeah. yeah. Uh, do you know what I was thinking as well on the subject of allergies? Mm-hmm. Oh, did your parents ever say you were allergic to like cats and dogs? Yes. So it's what you can say. This is so similar to, very similar, right? I think people's parents put allergies on their kids. By keeping them away from cats and dogs? Not just cats and dogs. <laughs> I know people who I'm pretty sure have t- made their kids r- 
um, think that they're allergic to stuff like nuts and sugar. What? Yeah. Parents do that? Yeah. Fucked up parents. Sorry, if you're listening <laughs> and you're fucked up. <laughs> Can't help you. <laughs> you're just a cunt. <laughs> yeah. But I, no, that happens. That definitely happens. And then I think that they, so the kid won't eat that, that food group or whatever or go near that animal. And then they actually become intolerant to it. Because they just haven't been exposed to it. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. I, you know, like, thinking about it, it does make sense, even though I have no scientific backing for it. But yeah. I can... Mm, it does make seems sense. Like it seems logical. Do you know what I'm just saying? There's so many squirrels in the garden right now. So many. They're cute. I love squirrels. They're so fat and chubby. Mm, they're cute, but yeah. Have you on. named yours? No. I used to name my squirrels in the garden. <laughs> God. They're cute. Yeah, squirrels are good. I can't remember the names of them now, though, so Probably it can't have been that good friends of mine. <laughs> um, I just had a thought, though. Sorry, I'm on a really weird train of thought at the moment. <laughs> you know, um, allergies? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Basically, do you think you're allergic... So are you allergic to anything? Penicillin. Oh, are you? Yeah. What's, in, what's penicillin in? I think it's in some sort Chicken of... Chicken soup. N- no. That's Jewish penicillin. <laughs> <laughs> what is it in? But it's in some sort of Medicines. drugs. Like, I, like yeah, I don't really know. I've, I've never checked if anything has penicillin in it. Okay. So it's not in paracetamol, ibuprofen. Just if and you're sick, know. you know why. But I was... Wait. No, um, <laughs> what? What do you mean? Like, I'm not sick if, because of penicillin. No. Yeah, you would be, though. Oh, as in if yeah. I took a drug, I'd be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but I... Yeah, I don't know. I've, I haven't had anything really that's had penicillin in it. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, what I was thinking is I'm not allergic to anything, mm. as far as I know. Yet. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I've never been stung by a bee before. You could be allergic to a bee sting. Yeah. What is being allergic to a bee sting? It just gets really itchy and rashy. You can die. Shut up from getting bee stung. Yeah. That is pee. But then, like, imagine... So <laughs> you can imagine... <laughs> <laughs> Death by B. Oh. oh my god, that is so peak. That is so peak. Just because if you don't realise you're allergic to B. <laughs> yeah. I've never been stung by a bee before. How would I know? That's why I'm actually scared. Like, I'm actually terrified. But they don't they do, like, allergy testings? Especially, like, for people. I mean, you can get allergy tested, can't you? I think so. But I don't, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how it just works. Get you stung by just, bees. <laughs> yeah. Do they just like inject you with like food. bee poison? Mate, I don't know. That's funny. Yeah. Who knows? I would really love to. So that's why I'm, I'm actually a bit terrified of bees and wasps, purely for the fact that I could be allergic to them and die if they You'll stung be me. Fine. That's, that's like hypochondriac. Oh yeah, I can't stand. Not I can't stand hypochondriacs. Like because I, I'm very tolerant to them because I'm <laughs> surrounded by loads of hypochondriacs. A very female things it also seems to be, but it I is. don't know if that's just because I'm no, around. It's true. I, like I don't get it. Guys like, are very much like oh yeah. Isn't it I is. have this one mole of which I. You know what? They're right, but I have this one mole on my arm. I try to take out when I was a child. Obviously, that hairband was on your wrist so tightly. I know, so bad. She's but, got a, a, literally a bright red ring around her arm. But um, anyway, yeah, so, so I had this small I tried to take out just for fun because, you know, you're just interested to see what happens as no. a kid. Okay, I tried to take my mole out and then everyone who ever sees that mole, they're like, that's skin cancer. I was like, have you gotten that checked out? And I'm like, I'm sure it's fine. Is it because you tried to cut it off? It's, and it just looks ugly because I tried to cut it out. That's why it looks ugly, not because it's skin cancer. But I should also probably get checked out because it's, that could be more prone to, like... Aussie. 
hypochondriac coming Sorry. your way. Go on. Oh wow, that is just that. No, I'm not saying it's skin cancer, but but it's really black. It's it's probably like maybe it's susceptible to skin cancer. I'm just wondering why you thought it was a good idea to try and cut it off. I was just interested to see what was at the bottom of it. I thought it was like a blackhead. What is under the bottom of it? I don't know because I couldn't get out of it. Is it more mole? I don't know. I never I never got to the bottom of it. What would happen if you tried to cut a mole off? It's fine. People do it all the time, don't they? Just professionally because you can get mole removed. Oh, you can get no. But what if you did it yourself? Nothing. Would you bleed to death? No. No. Would you cause cancer on yourself? I, I don't know. Probably not. So why don't more people do it? I can because imagine. it doesn't work. Because like, it just goes I tried the... to do it. It doesn't work. It's because you weren't, you weren't man enough. I really did try to dig at it. <laughs> was it with a knife? It was like with a needle. And I, I kept trying to like ping it, ping it out, but all the... Like, I thought, <laughs> ping it out? <laughs> like, I, I, you know like Dr. Pimple Popper? I tried to do it like that and it just wouldn't. Well, obviously that's not going to work. If you, if you took I a knife know. to it and sliced it off, I'm sure that would work. I might try don't again do later. It. No, no, don't do I it. I might get this one <laughs> don't do it. it's a bit booky. Anyway, what are you... What are you making? Right, back to... No, hypochondriacs. Oh, yeah. You were saying? Yeah. Did you have a point about that? Because I have a point. I just don't get women. Hypochondriasm. Oh, yeah, women. I just I don't get it. Unless unless like you actually, I, I don't get it. Like it's like if if something happens to me, they're like, oh, I'll let this might happen. This might, I'll wait till it happens, then I'll go to the doctor. And when you, nine times out of ten, nothing happens. When you went to South America, oh yeah, were you a hypochondriac then? Absolutely not. I was a hypochondriac one time, and that was at V Festival. The first time I went to a festival, somebody chucked a cup over of piss or something and I thought I was going to get like HIV or AIDS or something because it went in my eye and I was so freaking out but I was really freaking out that was the only time I was like freaking out I thought I was going to die when I went to um, Malaysia I didn't realise how much of a hypochondriac I was until then because right did you get your vaccines and stuff? Yeah. I didn't even get there, vaccines There were a I couple went. of vaccines that I didn't get that maybe like I should have. Um, yellow, yellow fever oh, okay. or something. I got like hep A and what, the, all the heps mm-hmm. and all this. But there are some... Oh, there's Jap- Japanese encephalitis, which you can get from a, um, an insect. And um, See, why do you even know this? Like a mosquito... So Japanese encephalitis, I know someone who's actually affected by it. Okay. And you can actually become brain dead from a mosquito or some yeah. sort of insect like that, nipping you and um, transferring this disease and then you actually become brain dead. Okay. So I was scared the whole time that I hadn't been um, immunised. The thing is, so when I went to South America and um, Asia, mm. I didn't get any jabs. Any. And not, not, you, not, out of, you not, not out of not out of like um resistance to be like, oh fuck fuck medicine. No, absolutely not because of that. Purely out of pure laziness. Yeah. I just didn't get my vax. Mm. And what I understand is as well, you obviously there's a risk. There's always a risk. You should get your jabs and shit. Mm. But I was like I, I heard I was like, unless you're in rural areas, mm. like the Amazon in like Brazil or whatever, like you should be fine. Mm. You should be fine. And like, yeah, I, I just I, I think I'm very stupidly like really bad with that stuff. Mm-mm-mm. I think it was because I'm so not a hypochondriac. You're so the other, other way. way. I'm just it's like, like if it's gonna fine. kill me, I'll catch it before it kills me. That's my attitude. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just like if if I'm gonna get ill from it, I'll get ill and then I'll sort it out rather than Stopping myself get ill, I suppose. Apart from like um, malaria, where you can literally die in three days. You can. <sighs> Do you get malaria from mosquito bites, right? Yeah. 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 Mosquito literally flying around me right now. Yeah, I was. A re- it's not a mosquito. Wait, what was it then? Oh, no. It was a little thing. I hope it stings you and see if you're <laughs> no, allergic. <laughs> 
<laughs> but like um yeah I don't know I, I just also think I wasn't in very rural areas to no that's fair the one thing I it's the one where if you get cut by like a dodgy bit of metal like rusty metal or something is that how you get hep B or something hmm. there's that that one is the one I'd be most concerned about why would you get cut by rusty because metal that, that's an accident that could actually happen in the city you know oh, in yeah. a non-rural okay. environment yeah. scaffolding you could literally scaffolding. do that that could happen on your job but I think that this shit on uh, like work isn't like disease and infected and shit. What <laughs> disease? I think it's hepatitis. You know? I know what you were scared of. What rabies? When? You were scared of rabies when you got pa- chased by a pack of rabid <gasps> oh dogs. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, rabies. But that was that was actually legit. There were like six fucking rabid dogs around us, where it was very likely I could get rabies. That's you can't get a rabies injection, I can you? Know, sorry, male- yes, you can. Oh, yes, you fuck, can. can you? Yeah, so this is but what But then again, I, got- I just go to hospital and it'll be fine. No, no, so this is what I got confused on, okay? Malaria, you can't die in three days. It just Rabies, hit- you can. Rabies, you can. You can die so quickly with rabies and it hits you like this. And if you... So the injection, it doesn't actually stop rabies. It just prolongs the process. Did you know that? So you can have three injections for rabies and then every time you get an injection it prolongs um, how quickly the rabies hits you. Oh my god. So if but you don't have rabies, that situation also in my heart of heart, so me and my friend, we were we just we were in where the fuck were we? Some outbacks of nowhere well, in, in South America. Bolivia, we're in Bolivia or something. We we're like, let's just go for a fucking walk or a hike. Yeah, yeah cool. Because yeah. that's what you do. You just yeah. go for a hike. Like, oh, lovely, 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 beautiful. And then this dog started chasing us. And then this other dog started following us. Then this whole literally, I'm not even fucking kidding. This whole pack of dogs was following us, and they were barking and they were fighting with each other. <gasps> they were fighting. So. In my, hearts of heart, in my hearts of hearts, I knew nothing was going to happen to us. Mm. I knew that like, they weren't going to attack us. Like, but... That's quite scary, but though. But it, it is still a bit uncomfortable. It, is really, it, it obviously was a bit like, hmm, there is a slim chance they might accidentally bite us. Yeah. Anyway, that was the only time. But even then, it'd be right. That reminds me of this... There's this section in Shantaram. Oh, yeah. Which you haven't read yet. I read it now. Shantaram. How are you finding it? I'm literally like... 20 pages in, 30 okay. pages in. I'm going to get, get reviews more. You're going to get the reviews at yeah. some point, so you just have to push through it. It feels like it's written well. It's beautifully it written. It's also very... Um, what's the word? Oh, what is the word I'm looking for? Someone said it yesterday, and this is such an easy word. <laughs> oh, narcissistic. It seems quite narcissistic. Yeah, yeah, and that's what all the reviews were saying as well. Narcissist. Yeah. yeah. So basically, especially because he's a criminal, isn't he? He's a criminal. Yeah. But 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 right, then again, so, so, so basically, um, Jordan Belfort. So yeah, Shantaram is a book about this man who escaped from prison, prison in New Zealand. What was in Australia? Crime? So he was a heroin addict. So why was he in prison? So he robbed banks and stuff. Oh, because he was addicted fund to her- his oh, heroin okay. addiction. Oh, that's not too bad. It, yeah, I, I mean, mean yeah. I think he's killed people, though. Oh, okay, that might be a bit bad. Yeah, yeah. that's quite bad. <laughs> but I couldn't, I couldn't work out if he had. But anyway, he escapes from an Australian slash New Zealand prison. Can't remember also which one it was, but one of them. Same, same, but different, really. Mm. Um, and then he escapes to Bombay in India, and he just describes India, and you just see it all through his eyes, and he 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 writes it all in like so 
like filled with love in mm. a way like his whole brain is just filled with beauty and love mm. which is so weird because he's he is a prisoner and he's done some really shitty things to people it's really yeah no, I, I feel like I'm going to enjoy it but I feel like it'll be very boring and long at times it will be but um, it's so good everyone if you're listening read, read it you need to read Chase the Rainbow yes by it's, Paul downloaded. it's downloaded it's so, especially like on the topic of heroin addicts I just thought the way she talks about not about heroin addicts and depression just about anyone who has a addiction not even just addiction or anyone who has some sort of like for example I related to my brother for example in the way he is a certain way mm. you can't be angry at these people you can't be like angry like why aren't you like this why aren't you like yeah. this like why are you you know a very like undisciplined child you just, it's all you can do with addicts for example is show them love mm. and my colleague at work was telling me they did this study on a bunch of rats and I think it was on mice whatever and it was like they put a mice on its own and like a heroin water feed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the mice kept going for the heroin going back to mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. and then they were like once they put the mice in bunch along with other mice it didn't even go to heroin it didn't want it. It didn't want it. Because it had other people around Is that, it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Aww. and I think Porn of Ife, it is the most beautiful book ever, Chase the Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Um, and Porn Bell is just like an amazing woman as well, the way she talks about, um, like, losing her husband to depression, mm-hmm. you know, and this heroin addiction. And one of the key lines that really, like, stuck with me is, um, you know, she's, um, she said something about, like, people, they're asked, what came first, the heroin addiction or the depression? Mm-hmm. You know, like, because it is kind of like a fueling... Vicious cycle, for sure. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah. Wait, so she, did she have an addiction? No, her husband did. Oh, her husband, her husband did, did. Yeah, but it's a very, very good book. Are they still I together? Loved it. He, he passed away. <gasps> oh, yeah. So oh my god. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So um, what, it's from a, heroin overdose, or do you know? Well, I'd read the book. Oh, does it say it in there? Well, yeah, I mean, no it's not a big part of the book, but read the book. Okay, okay. Um, I mean, not in the, but like, it's not like you're not going to be. It's not a spoiler, mm. but um, yeah. So. Yeah, very, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's heroin addiction. Back to what we were going to talk about. Honestly, there's anything else to say on hypochondriacs other than the fact that they just need to stop hypochondriacing. <laughs> Hi- literally, hypochondriacs just need to stop. You can't, though. I, I don't understand. You're in literally. You're in first world country. You're not going to bloody die. Go to it's go like, to the doctors. It's like flight or fight. Instinct. That's extreme. No, it is. I don't know. It is. But then also, like, what's worrying if, you going to do? I think if I'm uh, if I'm having an anxious day for some reason or the other, but a severely anxious day, I overthink about stuff, but rarely ever is it about my health. Mm. I just feel like health oh, is it's going to be. I feel like we're so lucky. It's going like I will find a way for it to be fine. Not if you're in a country that you don't know about their medical system yeah. and healthcare and everything. Mm. I had to go to um, a Malaysian hospital oh, and yeah. it was the most complicated thing I've ever experienced in my life. They didn't speak very good English. You actually got out English. quite quickly though. Yeah. I remember when Luckily, you were like, back in and out so quick. I thought you'd be left. there for Yeah, they told bit. us I was going to be there for mm. hours and hours. It was so, so stressful. It was like 40 degrees. I was like, you know that kind of heat makes you so flustered and oh. like you don't want to do anything. Disgusting. People weren't talking English. English. they weren't giving good directions and it was just so stressful like I can't imagine having a worse illness than what I had and like being having to maneuver my way through that so yeah okay so before we digress any further comments on can, hypochondriacs can please, yes please tell me what you're revising I just really don't like hypochondriacs now <laughs> I'm joking it's chill um, right right legit so what you were saying about managers and them being shit and stuff yeah 
so I was learning lol totes interesting for you guys is about <laughs> um, like organisation structures yeah. and basically how this they're generically very high level um, is that there's three different types of uh, organization structures okay so you have functional mm-hmm. which if think of it as like a finance department it's not it's very kind of like um there's very direct reporting lines lack of not very much change it's very much business as usual crack on um so that's like your standard you know finance department hr department mm-hmm. and like you can't really get promoted unless someone dies or leaves okay or like retires or yeah, something yeah yeah and then oh, there's obviously a project organization which is very much you have your project team your project manager mm-hmm. but you're so you're very much in your separate siloed teams which is good like depending on how you cross function and stuff then there's a matrix one which is very much i feel like construction industry which is you, it's a mix of both mm-hmm. so you've got Debbie from finance mm-hmm. and like and Debs. yeah and Will from marketing mm-hmm. but they're both pulled together for this you know project X they're working on as well and like it's just kind of like then you get project manager and versus line manager conflict like who praises you okay do you know what I mean like if you've yeah. got your project manager because you're working on project X but then you've also got like the line thing. manager because yeah. you're in the finance department and then also it's kind of like your project that you're working in could go really well Mm -hmm. but in the overall grand scheme of things Mm -hmm. if like the bigger branch of projects you're under doesn't go well what it doesn't really matter how well you did because it's like kind of like um yeah like what's the point really if no one can see what you're doing i suppose as well what in in general in general kind of but that's the thing because even though you've done everything right in your day job you've excelled in everything you've done sometimes it's like if the right people aren't looking right people aren't looking Mm. the people who can't promote you aren't looking Mm. or the overall overarching like project fails for some reason out of your own control it's not your fault but it's not you're not going to get promoted or you're not going to get appraised or you're not going to get any reward that you want sometimes very exaggerated but you get the gist and I feel like in corporate companies especially like that would happen so much more because sometimes you get lost and you literally get lost in people mm. there's there's massive pros and cons that i'm seeing my friends exploit as well in terms of corporate companies because you are number 28746 and, and easily replaceable you are easily replaceable and some people do go fuck it you know if i'm easily replaceable i'm gonna i'm gonna work with that mm. so there is very much it depends on how it like who what kind of person you are work works best for mm. you know because there's like people can pull sick days and not feel bad about it mm. then there's also then there's also ways you can get lost within the company without doing any work for a day yeah for sure you know guilty yeah like it's mm. but and i think if you're in a i've very easy way to we compare it is corporate versus startup yeah i'm sure there's other v- examples but that seems to be the ones we're most exposed to at the moment mm. because they seem so separate yeah whereas if you like in a startup culture or a smaller company if you don't turn up or if you don't actually do work for a day it's evident yeah it's and very like, very they're, evident they're gonna feel it they're gonna know yeah but then you know in the same breath it's like your rewards would probably be you know your, your hard work would probably be recognized more as I well i think i'd way prefer that like it's so it's easy to say mm. obviously but I think when you feel like you're working towards something genuinely like you're making a difference <gasps> I also said something yeah go on that then like you just feel dated even if it's mm. more stressful or more pressure it's way better I think I think you need to have both at some point it depends on obviously your career parts but for instance, I've had training all week mm-hmm. which has been actually a bloody delight mm-hmm. and not only has it been like um active learning since uni mm-hmm. fun great kind of like a week off from work i haven't checked my e- emails categorically mm. 
and I forgot the other thing but that's like training is stuff like training is you can get from corporate companies like mm-hmm. I'm signing up to this course I want this yeah. qualification look at you know look at all our accountancy friends they're getting this qualification paid for mm. which is very much I think that's the appeal of corporate companies and grad schemes mm. loads of grad schemes today we expect you to ex- complete this chartership mm-hmm. in two years or three mm-hmm. years or whatever so it is a balance I think I do think there are startups who do still say we give you one and a half grand per annum towards training yeah etc etc but it's just yeah it just really depends yeah but in terms of like your line management sometimes it just depends like your line manager could be boys with the ceo Mm. so that looks good on you even Mm. though you don't work any more or less hard than the next guy Mm -hmm. it's just kind of exposure Mm. but i guess that's what you know and it's like politics isn't it it is it's a massive game of politics in turn in corporate yeah especially in matrix functions if you were listening which which one's matrix functions but the both one wasn't listening yes (laughs) the both Um, one yeah it's the both one that's the way think of it so matrix is a mix of both yeah yeah yeah. where like yeah so it's very easy for project managers to go i want debbie from finance and like you pull them into your project yeah so construction is very much like that because you have a like actual construction project Mm. to be working on Mm. but you're pulled from different like Mm. expertise areas Mm. so um yeah but yeah what's your frustrations then like just shit line management in the past yeah just like i've maybe because a lot of people are complaining about it right now I'm just feeling it a bit more but like I don't understand how maybe it's a generation thing I don't know but Mm. like I think there needs to be more training for managers to be managers and not just like do their jobs does that make sense they they tend to oh my god there's a fox Sorry. Oh my god, it's so big! So big. Wait, did you see I the fox foxes. van outside your house? Died? No, fox van. Van? There's a fox van. What's a fox van? There's a van, and I think it's two. Kills le- foxes. Kills fox. Well, that's illegal, though, isn't I it? I thought it was illegal, yeah. Well, that's outside your house. I like foxes. I like them as well. But, um, oh my god, there's a raven! No, it's a crow. Oh, isn't that a bad sign? Yeah, one crow is bad. Two crows? One for sorrow, two for joy. Brandon. Well, we better find another one. Come on. I, do you know what? Not being funny, we always have a crow in our garden, though. I think this house has a lot of negative energy. Maybe that's why. Negative energy. Yes, yeah, negative yeah, energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, there is a graveyard just over there. So. <gasps> well, there we go. Um, anyway, sorry. Line managers and training. Yes. They should do have training in corp- some corporate <laughs> functions again. I haven't they do. seen that. But then again, you also have like active unconscious bias training. Yeah. It's, it's very much... It's like tick box things. Can't, yes. Yeah. And it's very much down to the individual. If they give it... It's, if they're willing to if they change want to, or... Yeah. And then again, in their defence, it's also up to you. Mm. And it's your career at the end of the day. It's got up to you to say, you need to sit down with me once every three months. Mm. Or you need to sit down... or um, You're go right about that, you know. You do. Yeah. And, and I think that's one thing where us millennials mess up on mm. I think we need we, to stop we, going woe me woe me yeah like it's everything's not, handed to us on a plate not being funny if you're yeah. not going to go get it somebody else is yeah and true. I think like it is very but in also in your defence everyone if you are like it's, it's I think people struggle with that in their first year of work yeah um, because yeah, you haven't spoon fed everything and you have to like work out how to manoeuvre your way around exactly. the corporate world like we actually haven't been taught how to do that we had oh, three I disagree you know I think I think private school was a very good way of understanding how to manoeuvre that for us yeah I'd pers- but, but that's but then, only, but then, yeah but then we went to uni right we mm-hmm. had three or four maybe some had five years of like dossing around basically you fall out of practice you kind of like but that's your that was your choice to do that 
Like I think mm. I think the way you understand that is by working using your summers working. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's very much true. it's very much true. like I understand by making some things easier for us, but then again, mm-hmm. it's like you got to it, it trial and error, of course. There, yeah. there will be frustrations. Don't get me wrong. I get massively frustrated with so many things of the corporate mm-hmm. industries and the way it's structured. Mm-hmm. I, especially for me, I'm not really one who really respects hierarchy. No. Oh my god, it is the worst. No, and I think like we did a personality test on the grad scheme, and they were oh, like, yeah. four, "Is it the blue, green, yellow?" That one, that red, one. Yeah. And they were like, they, we had to pick four traits that were very us, and four that were very not us. Yeah. And that was like one of the things I was like, this is actually something that I don't give a shit about like yeah. hierarchy yeah in um but i think is a balance of yes you need to have a good line a good line manager helps a lot yeah and if you do there's a difference between you not saying i need to start these meetings every three months Mm-mm-mm. and a difference between them cancelling on you yeah. every three months yeah which i do think in your experience it is a bit of the latter yeah where you actually have had very passive line management Mm-mm. and guidance Mm-mm. but um yeah it's sometimes sometimes it is it is it can be very unlucky sometimes. I feel like it's just potluck. Very much so. You don't really know what you're getting yourself mm, in mm, for. Mm. Even in an interview, you think, oh my God, amazing. this is amazing. Oh my God, they're so good. They're so nice. That's why it's very, I think it also is very hard for people to like jump to their next job. Because that is the grass greener. Who knows? Is it? Who actually knows? Mm. You think you might know. And then you get there and you're like, oh, actually, wait, what the fuck is this place? But yeah, that's why you've got to like, yeah, in corporate industries though, I find... Oh, I don't know if this is actually fair to say because I've only been in one corporate industry, yeah. which is like my mm-hmm. construction. It is a massive game of, always is, but it is a massive game of who's going to champion you, mm. who's going to be like, Natalia's fucking sick. She's yeah. a really good paralegal. We should yeah. give her this pile or yeah. whatever. It is a, but I guess that, that's in that's all industries. How that's, you suck up, right? That's people. Do you know what really annoys me actually? People start calling this soft skills. Mm-hmm. When people start calling like stuff like, Bum licking. Bum licking, <laughs> playing yeah. golf with the guys, like classic unconscious bias stuff. When yeah. people start calling that, oh, but that's understanding your soft skills. I get sort that. Is. I get that, but not so much of it. There should be a balance between soft skills and actual skill. Yeah. But that's, no, the, that's I the thing where agree. I think it goes wrong. It shouldn't be so much soft skill that that overtakes like yes. how good yes. you are at the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But I it's think so that's easy for that to happen. I think Always does. I think because also... In I don't these, see it even changing. No. I don't see it changing. I think in these companies, people have such big egos sometimes that they're like, oh, I love this person because they're giving me so much attention. Like, they're, they're asking me about my day. How lovely are they? I'm going to give them more work because they're sick mm. and they like golf and football and whatever. The, but that is less yeah. tip, you know, very typically unconscious bias. Yeah, but, but yeah, um, it, it just happens so much. It really frustrates me. But do you know what? I've also, one thing I said to my friends, myself, like I said, it's very classic first two years of work, mm-hmm. is to not be resentful and frustrated at these things. Mm-hmm. It does suck, mm-hmm. very much so. I think, um, especially as... Us, you know, fairly so, especially as like a woman in some industries, yeah. as an ethnic minority in some industries, mm-hmm. and you, it does suck. But it's very important to kind of be like, yeah, this is this is the way it is right and now. I'm gonna have to go with that. I'm gonna have to, and it's very. I think it's. I don't know if this is a right and fair given up logic, but almost like this is the game you have to play until you get to the top and you can change it. Yeah, that's the thing. Right you, now. you either do it or you don't, and then you just like maybe get behind exactly. everyone else. So you know, don't. Like, I've definitely been where I've been very very resentful mm. of like mm. not being recognised in some places where perhaps I thought I should have mm-hmm. and now I'm just like it is what it is 
Mm. And then all you can do is just accept it and get on with it. Because mm-hmm. you just otherwise you start hating work yeah. and everyone. Yeah. Like obviously, if that's the industry that you're in and that's how it is, and you can't kind of mm. play ball with that, then maybe you're in the wrong industry as well. Yeah. Or in the wrong company who doesn't whose values don't actually sit well with yours. Again, on my training course, very very good. <laughs> They were talking about, uh, so this, she was giving us an example of like, so Microsoft set up this new project. Mm-hmm. They were going to invest hundreds of thousands of pounds, have the best of the best, creme de la creme. Microsoft basically set up a project mm-hmm. to set up this Wikipedia, um, um, not Wikipedia, an encyclopedia thing. And it was called Encarta, mm-hmm. which was before our time, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Or um, No, it wasn't. It's was 2008, but it was just so dead. Okay. That no, I don't even know what it is. And then if you compare, compare that to how Wikipedia was set, Yep. purely through people who just love the idea of it who just did it for like fun and enjoyment look at what success that is mm. so you're so right in terms of like what well, I think people my dad always said he was like if you do what you love you'll always be good at it yeah and because you'll, you'll want you to work want to, you'll want to be in, in like yeah. in, put user initiative be innovative and like be creative about it which is something which I don't I feel like loads of people don't do and are too scared to do rightly so Mm, mm. because let's be honest like people gotta pay bills Mm. um but yeah i thought that was really interesting way of putting it actually like yeah i'm seeing a lot recently about kind of it doesn't actually matter how how skilled you are at it Mm. if you want it you will get it Mm. that's it Mm. I'm actually sitting, and it's with so a bit true. of luck always with, with, with some luck yeah. and like timing and everything but gener- generally if you want something you will get it and if you want it hard enough you will get it by working for it and I think there is a quote okay so the quote is a study on goals and perseverance found that 95% of the goals that people set are ultimately achieved as long as the person didn't give up Mm. 95% that's almost a guarantee a guarantee that if you refuse to quit you will eventually yeah. win the thing is as well I think an, an asterisk that's missing to that is making sure that there aren't barriers that means you have to stop trying yeah like external factors yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's, yeah, yeah. I guess that's a 95% that's the, but that's the thing I think and then um, there's a 5% chance that there might be something else that stops you from doing it but then but then it's like if there's something else that stops you from doing it, then you know, if you want mm. it enough and you don't quit, you will still yeah. get it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just... And yeah. it's so true. It's so true. Mm. But then it's hard to to do something and work hard enough for it if you actually don't care. Yeah. So it's very, very vicious cycle. And yeah. it's hard to... It's very hard. I'm feeling recently, it's very hard to make yourself do something that you don't care about. Oh, it, it goes hand in hand with I don't care about this no one's even going to notice it mm-hmm. what's the fucking point mm-hmm. it's so interesting to see like a simple well done thank you goes from, so much oh goes my such god. a long way oh my god <laughs> oh my god literally we had like our um, project director like we, mm. you know you have a yearly annual six monthly like comms mm. communication sessions or whatever and you know they were like well done thank mm. you everyone mm. and you're just like oh mm. yeah thanks like it's so little but I think that goes, goes Goes such a long way and you don't even realise because actually no. it doesn't happen very so much line, it's just yeah just line managers just say well done you're yeah. doing good and not try and trip you up on your mistakes all the time mm. like pinpoint the mistakes and nothing yeah, else yeah that's a bit weird if like people like purposely try to yeah like find 
holes this in is, your again, work. Agenda. It depends yeah, on people's agenda. agenda. For sure. Because, like, yeah, so many people will, you know, say, oh, like, Jen, you don't give a fuck. What, mm-hmm. what do they really have to gain from their line managery doing well? Yeah. How often do you actually have to review your line manager? Never. Never. <gasps> Never. So true. Oh, my God. That would be such a good approach for a company. Yeah. Like, review to your stop line manager. the hierarchy. Mm. Yeah, you can actually review your line manager in a genuinely anonymous way. Because yeah. I've, I've been to companies before where they say it's all anon- it's anonymous, it's, it's anonymous. Not anonymous, it's not anonymous. No. They'll just tell the person, whoever the line manager is, oh yeah, by the way, it was this person that said it, just mm. sort it out with them. That's not okay. But then, it, well, going back to soft skills as well, it is very, it's hard. I think this is the problem with why diversity is so important because... I understand, like, I, if I have my own business or my own company, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to hire on your skills, but I'm also going to hire you if I vibes with you. Yeah. There's no point in me working with you if if you are chalk and cheese. No, We're not going to sure. get anything done. No. And I think that's why diversity is very important mm. because there's be, there'll be less situations where there is that chalk and cheese situation where you do actually vibes with people up the top. So you, those soft skills yeah. feel a bit easier yes. and a bit natural rather than like, oh, fuck. You mean diversity at the top? Yeah. Oh, or yeah. Just, like, okay. just like hiring, like a managerial levels yes, yeah, you know yes. it's easier for you to actually you know, use your soft skills properly yeah. and not feel like it's bum licking essentially yes, yes. yeah That's because, the point. because if you don't actually vibe with the person you just automatically feel like it's, it's bum licking because you're yeah. actually getting along with them yeah you're just doing it and they fit they surely they know surely someone who you're bum licking knows you're bum licking unless they're so egotistical and narcissistic they can't see Mm. what the reality is they're just thinking oh my god they love me that's so great I'm going to give them a cookie do you know what I mean <laughs> cookie <laughs> it's just like I don't understand how people don't see through it and it really annoys me uh, feeds their ego I suppose as well works out with them and then I get scared that I'm going to be seen as bum licking even though I'm just being nice yeah but you just got to just kill them with kindness always yeah. kill them with kindness always yeah it's also um this is, I'm only saying this from my experience as I've only worked in corporate companies so far mm-hmm. very you know structured and etc good intranet etc and all that shit and it's very interesting to see that you know nice guys finish last what do you like, think all the time um, I'm yet to be proven otherwise yet to be proven otherwise I haven't seen really like many instances from different corporate environments where you go oh he's genuinely a good bloke gives credit where it deserves because think about it as well getting ahead if I'm if I want to get ahead of you, mm. I'll be like, this is Tanya, what's all this information on this file? Mm-hmm. And then I will use that information and use it for myself. Mm. I'll get ahead of you. Yeah. I will get ahead of you. Me being nice. And it's be not like, going to oh, be, it's not going to be like, no one's going to give a shit. No. Yeah, why would anyone care? No. And then like, oh, if I was being nice, I'd be like, oh yeah, so yeah, Natanya actually helped me out on this. Mm. Um, and I hope that actually would work, mm. but nobody does it. No. Or, as much as they should. Yeah. But I giving mean, credit where it deserves. And um, like, it is those people who get ahead. Mm. Again, fake it till you make it. Facade nice guys finish last mm-hmm. I, I, I'm prove me wrong please I really hope someone can prove me the wrong where you're like they were a genuinely really nice guy someone backed them um, and they were just like yeah go for it I think that does happen maybe not not in the in the give me ser- examples in people the, in, the, in the sector that you're working in but I know someone in my team who is genuinely a really nice guy and he's very high up and you wouldn't know. I didn't know when I got there. Mm. I was like, I can't believe he is so high up. He's such a legend, such a lovely person. Always praises me when I do something right. Very sparse and far in between. Yeah. I nice mean, guys. Yeah. It, ultimately, people always can be shady in the workplace. 
you're going to get that. I completely disagree with the fundamental aspect of that being shady in the workplace, mm. in, like internally, because it's like. Yeah. It's, but then, what does anyone else owe you? But this is this is that's and the this, problem, no, that's, isn't it? No, this, that's exactly the problem. Yeah. That is the exact problem. If that's the company's core vision and yeah, values, yeah, they're values. getting something very wrong. Hundred percent. Very very wrong. Yes. That, that is they're not, hiring a very certain type of person. And like they And yeah. if it's consistently happening, then that's they should they should put on their website yeah. our values snakes. But also, it's like <laughs> how, how many times do companies actually go over their values? They do. It's so interesting. Like you know, we'll wrap this episode up. But like it's so interesting the whole idea of like values. Actually, I'm doing to say that the whole idea of values now. I think we're so we've got so much choice from brands to companies to shampoos. Like you want to buy in, spend your money, spend your efforts with the values you align with mm. it's just it's just just the trick isn't it finding finding out what they finding are what it, yeah exactly yeah and then that brings us back to sims sims yeah, episode I was just about to finding say. your values which we're still working on ozzy's been messaging me being like i still don't know my values in tanya and i'm like i can't help you with my that. values are actually right now just get rich because i actually don't <laughs> i'm not even joking get rich or die trying. honestly because i feel like it's this whole like money equals power Power equals influence. Influence equals I can get everyone to do what I want. No, so I'm joking, but yeah. That, but then money's not your value, as we were discussing. I just think people are very naive. Things. I feel like people are very naive if you don't think money equals power and influence. It does. Yeah. But that then your one of your values is power. And influence. And influence. I'm going to get that. So there we go. Money. So there's one. There we go. Yeah. Tick that off the list. Done. Until Woo! next time, we'll update you on Aussie's values in the future. Bye, guys.